Welcome to episode number 58. Netflix stock plummets down 30%. And how can you protect yourself? According to the American Psychological Association, money is one of the top stressors year over year. So is a lack of quality family time causing you to lose money. All this and more coming up, so don't go anywhere. As Christians, we were taught to be good stewards over our tithing and giving to the less fortunate. But when it came to our own personal finances and investments, we are clueless on what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about managing debt, leaving a legacy, investing, or even planning for retirement? We answer these and many other questions because we want to teach you how to be rich and righteous. If this is your first time to the show, we want to say welcome. If you're coming back for another spiritual refill, welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and this is Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Welcome to a special episode of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Today, we're going to go over a hot topic in the news and follow up on discussing how by spending more time with your family, you may be able to spend more money. But before we begin, let's go over today's scripture. It comes from Proverbs chapter 21, verse 5. The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Now, many want to get rich quick, and they may start to put all their eggs in one basket because the profit is there. Well, if you heard mysterious loud screams of pain yesterday, don't worry. It was just the anguish felt by many investors who were over-concentrated in Netflix stocks. See, on Wednesday, the stock fell over 30% and lost over $40 billion in market capitalization, causing many analysts to change their position and downgrade their recommendations. Now, we can discuss what led to the plummet, but this is not the platform to do so. What we want to do here, we want to give you a couple of tips you can think about to reduce your risk of this happening to your portfolio. First is diversifying your portfolio. So unless you are Warren Buffett and have 100 analysts working for you at all times, looking to spread out your risk may be the best option. Choosing the best stock you saw on a Facebook meme or a crypto group message may not work out too well in your favor. Now, don't get us wrong. You can diversify with cryptocurrency, but the same rules still apply for cryptocurrency as they do for traditional stocks. Second, we want to monitor heavy concentrations. Now, with stocks, when things are good, they're really good. But when things are bad, they're really bad. And what I'm talking about is over concentration in stocks. And without rebalancing, this may expose you to more risk than you initially intended. Now, by monitoring your investments quarterly, you can spot investments that may overweight a portfolio through capital gains or reinvestments of dividends. And you can combat this overweighting by allocating future funds to different investments. So let me give you an example. Let's say you have Apple stock and Apple is doing extraordinarily well. They're paying great dividends and you're getting a lot of capital gains. Well, if it's 50% of your portfolio and it's doing well, sooner or later it's going to become 60, then 65, then 75. 
And that is going to push your allocation outside of what's comfortable of your risk tolerance. And to combat this, you can start putting future funds, not necessarily in Apple, but in other investments that you have in your portfolio. So if the plummet of Netflix taught you anything, it should have taught you that losing 5% or even 10% for that matter over a quarter or six months or 12 months in a well-diversified portfolio is better than losing 30 to 35% overnight. And let me tell you this. One thing I learned about the market is this. One, well, there's two things. One, there's no guarantees. Two, the only thing I really do know is that it's going to go up, it's going to go down, and at some point, it's going to go back up. But figuring out when all this will happen, now that's the hard part. Now, unfortunately, we can't predict the future, but we can position ourselves to take advantage of the market at each point. Now, either that's buying or holding on to our position. And having an advisor, dare I say it, to do this for you is invaluable. But if you don't know what you actually have in your portfolio and want a quick tool to find out, I've actually put a link at the bottom of the description. Um, it's from Vanguard. It's a portfolio analyzer. So what you do is you get your statement, you punch in your holdings, and it will show you your allocation. Sometimes on your statement, you'll have a pie chart that will lay out what you have. But that's only in one account. To really get a better understanding of where you stand, my recommendation is to get every investment statement that you have, put them into this portfolio analyzer so you know where all your investments are doing, how you're allocated across the board. Does that make sense? Because if you have a 90-10 in one investment and then you have a 10-90 in the other investment, technically you're around 50-50, right? 60-40 or 40-60. You get what I'm saying? So one may be ultra aggressive, one may be ultra conservative, which kind of puts you in the middle. Neither one really represents what you are. So it's good to really get an overall understanding of where you're at. So before we move forward and talk about family, let's pay some bills and hear from our sponsor, AB Ridgeway Wealth Management, providing people of faith investment advice from a biblical perspective. If you're struggling with your finances and looking for an advisor that shares your faith and not just your zip code, uh, be sure to schedule your free consultation at www.abrwealthmanagement.com backslash consultation. Um, if you love the podcast, uh, we are sure you'll also love our faith and finance blog that releases new posts every Tuesday and Thursday, where you can find more articles on faith, finances, and how to avoid some of those financial pitfalls so you can retire and stay retired happily ever after. Just go to our website, click on Christian Media and that you'll have access to all the resources we provide for Christian investors like you for free. Um, before we get back to the show, let me just say, make sure you also follow us on all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and YouTube. Just Google AB Ridgeway Wealth Management or check the description below and all links will be provided. Um, keep checking back because our merchandise store is coming soon. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Now it's time to discuss family. Well, I'm bringing up a scripture today. It comes from Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. And my God will meet all of your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Now, let me ask you, 
Is a lack of quality family time causing you to lose money? I mean, come on, we get it. Money and stress go together like peanut butter and jelly, Abbott and Costello, Tom and Jerry, Ben and Jerry. <laughs> you get my point. The issue with this is that many people are suffering in silence. But even if we don't say anything, our children are looking at us for guidance. So it is imperative that we display healthy money habits to set them up for success in the future. It was found in American Psychological Association 2014 Stress in America survey. Money is consistently among the leaders of stress year over year. Not to mention that parents with children were more likely to display negative behaviors around money than those without children. In today's scripture, it lets us know that God will meet all of your needs. When we take this perspective, the stress of not making enough goes away. Even though many of us have felt the pressure at some point in our life, you know, that, that feeling of lack. But it is the fear of not being able to survive that scares us and projects a bad stigma around money and the uses of it to our children. Now, the reality of the situation is that the parents that are unable to provide the, the Christmas gifts or, or the birthday gifts has tied their self-worth to the ability to purchase goods for their children instead of the love that they have for them. It is this ideology of money, it is this ideology that money makes you worthy that is pressed upon our minds from this consumer culture that keeps us broken and downtrodden. When you focus on spending quality time with your children, though, you no longer have to buy their happiness. The thousands of dollars that you spend on gas, on, on dinner, on vacations, hotels, rental cars, and souvenirs can be used to cultivate a loving environment at home. Now, many seek the happiness they can buy before they seek the happiness that they can create. So I'm asking you, do not seek the happiness that you can buy before you consider the happiness you can create. Now, don't get me wrong. I love vacations. I love a lovely dinner. But those things are meaningless if they are not spent with the people that you love. The more time that you spend with your family, the more fulfilled you will be and you won't seek the simple pleasures of food and shopping. Because you have something more meaningful in your life. Now, the money you earn is money that you can potentially save. Now, as your children grow up, they will understand that with a healthy money mindset, money is used to purchase our needs and not a cheap substitute for our own happiness. Now, in a recent interview on this exact same show with Brock Getz, How to Find Happiness by Climbing the Pleasure Ladder, she breaks down the five rungs of the ladder to reach true pleasure. And I'm going to break them down for you here briefly here. But I do want you to go listen to that episode to get a better understanding of it. The first is physical pleasure, food, exercise, dance, anything that you can really experience with your senses is the first. Second is meaning things that give our lives purpose, a craft, a job or a mission. The third is love. This connection with things and, and with people that you enjoy having around. 
you know, relationships. Fourth is creativity, the ability to express yourself and create something out of nothing, whether it's poetry, a song. And fifth is transcendence, your, your oneness with God and the universe around us. Now, as you notice, that love and meaning are higher than the physical pleasures that the world tries to sell you. When we have a higher purpose, the lower levels of pleasure are not as appealing. They tend to be temporary. But the higher that you go on the ladder, the longer the pleasure lasts. A good meal may last you 30 minutes. Exercise, maybe an hour. But love and creativity can possibly last you a lifetime. The more time that you spend on the pleasures of meaning, love, creativity, and especially transcendence, the less you will have to pay for pleasure that only satisfies the lowest rung of the pleasure ladder. So today, I want you to find a person you love, and I want you to thank them for bringing happiness into your life, because that meaningful love connection is worth more than money itself. Spend the love save the money. I'm going to say that again. Spend the love, save the money. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for providing us with a life full of pleasure. We know you did not send us into this world to suffer, but to enjoy the beauty of the things you have provided. The glowing of the sun, the cool breeze, the stars in the sky, and the sound of the birds chirping. Most of all, the ones we love in our lives. All of these things we ask in your name. Amen. Well, I hope that you've been blessed this episode, and we look forward to spending more time with you to discuss your faith and your finances. If you love this show, be sure to join our newsletter where we have more faith and finance information coming to your email every Monday through Friday. Wake up with A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, where we provide people of faith like you investment advice from a biblical perspective. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on his website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management clients pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnest Team podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.